She Can Talk, Art Podcast, Episode 6, Sue Stone. So, Grant, today it was your turn to choose an artist. Um, do you want to just remind everyone who you decided? The artist I've chosen to do today is Sue Stone. She's a textile artist, mainly doing figurative work. I was first attracted to her before even seeing her work, just because of her bio. It told of how she first started when she was just a little girl and her mum taught her how to sew and she used her mum's sewing machine and made dolls, clothes for her dolls, which is just what I did. And so I found her quite intriguing. You know, we'd had the same sort of beginnings. Things changed from there on with her. She went to art school in Grimsby where she lived, but then moved down to London. And she did fashion design at St Martin's School of Art and then embroidery at Goldsmiths College, very prestigious London college. When she'd finished her course and qualified, she returned to Grimsby with her husband and ran a woman's work company for 28 years and raised two sons. During that time, she put her lovely embroidery to one side because the business was more important. So it was in her 50s before she sort of rekindled that passion for textile art, which seems actually old to get into art. But actually, she's living proof that you're never too old to actually do something, do some kind of artwork that you enjoy. She is really renowned now for her textile work. Throughout the world, she's exhibited and has been in all sorts of magazines and publications. I absolutely love what she does. She will work from old photographs. A lot of them are family photographs, but she uses uses modern techniques. She's got an Apple Mac, and she uses things like Adobe Photoshop, and she will manipulate the backgrounds on the photograph so that they, they change from what they originally were. And then when she's finished that, that, that's the basis for then to do her embroidery work. She uses different kinds of embroidery work, like a, a pleak, and she'll paint on the canvas. But mainly, it's the stitches that really attract me. She will make somebody's clothes look like a, a herringbone jacket just by her stitching. And she's only using simple stitches to do this. I think she's incredible. Mm. Have you got a favourite piece, Grant? Ooh, that's hard. But yes, I think I have. I I like best the braiding room. It's from obviously a photograph of ladies working in a room where they're braiding the trawlernets. And you can see that they're, they're all busy at work and they've obviously just stopped. Somebody said, hang on, I want to take a picture of you all. And they've turned and smiled at the camera. So to me, it's it's lovely because it's quite natural. It's what they're they're busy doing. And if you look at things like... John Constable's Hayway. They've got people busy doing things, but they're not stopping and saying, hiya, and hers is. So you've got a historical fact because you've got how they, they worked making these trawl nets, but also the, the intricacy in the work. The nets just flow from the, the casements and there's the ladies in their dresses, the, the pinafore that one of them wears with the, the little embroidery on it it's just lovely what they're doing you know I don't know if they still make nets like that I couldn't find any explanation about it but when I I look I looked up Grimsby's own historical society and they've got a different photograph of women working in the Mm. braiding rooms so obviously it's it's something that goes back in their history so I would imagine that that they don't make nets that way anymore I hadn't seen any of her work before. Well, I hadn't until uh, I was told last week that Mum was going to be looking at her. And I was really interested in a piece called Unknown Statistic 
it was inspired by the death of a family ancestor and she actually made up sort of like a little story to go with it. So her great-grandfather was drowned when the trailer he was in was hit by a mine and sunk and that sparked the idea. Have you seen that piece? I have, it's lovely, isn't it? The, again, she's manipulated the background. So she's taken the wall away that was there and replaced it with yeah. another wall that's being graffitied. I think that's that's what I liked the most about that piece was the graffiti yes. bit. But I also liked the fact that the children in the scene, it's actually from her husband's family album. They have yes. no idea who the children are. That's right. So what she's talking about is not just because she obviously hasn't got a picture of the, the children like that of, of her grandfather's, but he had five children, I think. And um, she's using those children to talk about all the children that were left in the war um, because it was the wartime. His, his trawler had been acquisitioned to go for the landings. It was when he was away at sea doing that that the trawler was bombed out of the water and they all, all drowned. Yeah. So the fact that that re represents all the families who were brought up without fathers. Yeah. And there were an awful lot. You know, we, we lost an awful lot of servicemen during the war. She sort of picked on that from her own experience, the knowledge of her family, but used it for all children. Yeah. I actually love the way that she's in, incorporated family photographs and things. I know on this particular picture, she's using a picture of children from the part of the family that she didn't know. But there's a lot of other pictures that she's got where she has used family members like her grandparents and put them into the story. Um, it's really nice to have something from your past and what they like doing. Like Her father worked at the docks and the fish trade. So she's got all that embedded in her work. I kind of touched upon, upon something like that when I was doing my foundation course and I tried to do a project on our family tree and I called it Family Album. And what I remember that, it was nice. What I really struggled with, it wasn't so much all the family members who I didn't personally know. Those pieces weren't so hard to do because I was just taking bits of stories I'd been told by other members of the family and adding them in somehow. But the one I really struggled with was Granny, your mum, mum. <laughs> and yes. um, I really struggled to put her character into it because I had this picture of her and then I've got all these thoughts and memories of her and it was really hard to put them down. And I ended up not really doing her justice because I did something you told me. She organised dances and I put... Oh, yes, for the Buddhist soldiers. Yeah, and I put on dancing shoes in the background. But really, I kind of wanted to say, you know, what a fun-loving person she was and how kind and caring she was. How do you put that into a picture, you know what I mean? It was just so difficult. Well, actually, I think dancing shoes actually describes her very well because mm. she was, as you said, very caring. Full of fun, though. Absolutely full of fun. And what she was doing for the, those wounded servicemen was really part and parcel of the charity work that she did in later life. So actually the dancing shoes epitomises a whole lot of things all in one go. I like that with Sue Stone's work, the links in, in things that we have in our family is very strong. You know, she she yeah. looks back into the family photographs and, and obviously discusses them and uses them and puts them into things. And and we feel the same way with, with our family and her photographs and things. I'm going to try and do some work 
on a similar line, using perhaps some of the more images from the family and try and incorporate that into textile art. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. It's sweet that you're both related to our family. Yeah. But I guess you do that with art, don't you? Yeah. You tend to look at things and it means something to you. And in yeah. this case, I guess it's quite personal because it's like old photographs she's using and she's sewing into them. It gives you that family tie, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, yeah. I'm glad you like my chosen artist of the week. <laughs> so? So next time it's my turn to choose an artist, um, I'd like to talk about illustrator Had Davis. Um, so tune in next time and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.